The views and opinions expressed by individuals on the following program do not necessarily reflect those of the network, Guys Guy Radio, and its platforms. It's Guys Guy Radio. Here's your host, Robert Manny. Welcome to Guys Guys Radio. This is your host, Robert Manny, welcoming you to the show where men and women can be at their best and everyone wins Guys Guys Radio. We're here to inform you, inspire you, empower you, and get you to think and feel and who knows, maybe even act by virtue of the journeys, stories, experiences, and insights from the guests I bring you each and every week to the show. Today's episode of Guys Guys Radio is brought to you by DB. DB is a Scandinavian brand that makes backpacks and bags to help people on their move stay ready for anything. From the streets to the peaks, DB's gear is travel-tested by some of the world's best athletes, adventurers, and creators. Over the past decade, DB has designed and developed, released and refined the best bags in the market with DB's patented hookup system. You're able to attach smaller products to your backpack, roller, or tote. And you know how important it is at this time of year when everybody's traveling to have the right bag and luggage with you. So we're teaming with DB to exclusively offer our listeners 10% off their next purchase by using the code POD10 or going to the link in our show notes, DB. It's time to move on, time to get going. And it's time to get going with Guys Guys Radio because we've got a great show for you this week. We've got a very special guest. It's pretty well known. Her name is Dr. Venus Nicolino, a.k.a. Dr. V, host of Marriage Boot Camp, Reality Stars, featured on The Real Housewives of New Jersey, The Millionaire Matchmaker, Watch What Happens Live with Andy Cohen, The Dr. Oz Show, and Rachel Ray. She's got a book called Bad Advice, where she takes a blowtorch to the shrink-wrapped, feel-good BS that passes for self-help these days. And she really wants to help people. It's an eye-opening book. When you read the first half of it, you'll say, wow, she's really tearing down a lot of phrases and sayings and things like, um, it's important to love yourself first before you can love anybody else. And she breaks that down and says it's definitely not necessary. And you know, we'll get into all of that. We'll get into my perspective on it also, but I think you're really going to enjoy her because in the second half of the book, and really what she's all about is positive advice to help people live their best lives and make relationships work and help people find their partner and really show up, have self-respect, gratitude, and really just enjoy life. And I really like uh, Dr. V. She's a lot of fun, and I think you're going to enjoy our conversation. So we're going to get to that in a minute. What's happening now, where we're rounding the turn to get to the fall from the summer of 2021, and it's been a up-and-down summer where we've had some great weather, and it seemed like we're getting past COVID, and then it came roaring back again with this Delta variant and other stuff, and it's just, uh, we've, again, I say it over and over again, we've got a country divided, so we have to be careful. We've got to respect each other and not get into the finger-pointing and know that we'll all get through this but it's easier to get through it if we are empathetic and get through it together. So guys, guys, radio, uh, we're here every week for you. And today, as I mentioned, I think we've got a tremendous guest, Dr. V, Venus Nicolino, and we're going to get into it right now. 
It's Guys Guy Radio. Okay, Guys Guys Radio. It's my favorite portion of the show, and that is when I have a fantastic guest in the studio, and I've got one today. Her name is Dr. Venus Nicolino. You've probably heard of her. She goes by the moniker of Dr. V. She's the foremost authority on everything dating, mating, relating, and is the 21st century people expert who helps us navigate how to human. I, I love that. She'll give it to us straight. No filter. I love that also. Dr. V is a doctor of clinical psychology, relationship guru, best-selling author, media personality. She's got her own podcast, which we'll talk about. And she seamlessly blends her medical expertise, Hollywood glamour, as you can see, and no BS attitude. Candid advice, irreverent approach, extensive experience on modern day dating, relationship issues, self-help, body image, mental health, so much more. She's been on over 100 episodes on TV, Marriage Boot Camp, Reality Stars. She's appeared on uh, Bravo's L.A. Shrinks, featured on Real Housewives of New Jersey, Millionaire Matchmaker, and on Watch What Happens Live, Dr. Oz and the Real Rachel Ray. And she's got a book, which is fantastic. I just read it. It's called Bad Advice, How to Survive and Thrive in an Age of, I have to say, BS, because we're on terrestrial radio for part of the show. So, Welcome to Guys Guys Radio, Dr. V. How are you? Robert, thank you so much for having me. And I got to tell you, that was the best intro. I feel like I want to put you in my back pocket and take you everywhere I go. So <laughs> me just like that. I really appreciate it. My, Thanks for my, having me. My pleasure. So let's get let's talk about your book a little bit, because I found it was fantastic, because as we were talking before the show, you know, when I was reading it initially, the first couple of chapters, I'm like, oh, you, you shouldn't love yourself or, oh, the, you know, a lot of things that people take for granted, old sayings, if you will, and advice, self-help advice, it doesn't really make sense. And you break it down. And I'm like, oh, I see where she's going with this. I see what the angle is here. And then what was really great is by the end of the book is a lot of really inspirational stuff about self-love and uh, gratitude and really kind of a spiritual underpinning to the message here. So first of all, congratulations. There's on the never book. been what a better time to, for to men to be together, whoever really they unique, want to be. Different. Yet it's never well, been less clear who men really are. Guys, yes. Guy Radio, there starring is author Robert Manning, is on KCAA every Wednesday we at 8 p.m. Whether it's relationships, at sex, we wellness, or spirituality, join Robert as we he interviews the experts about how men and women can be at their best. Guys Guy Radio. Better men, better world. Are incredibly important. And if those theories are a bunch of BS, I I know you have doubts that I can keep this clean, but I promise you I can. (laughs) Um, It's not me. I don't really care. No, I feel you. Um, if If those theories are biologically and scientifically incorrect, it matters. So if you wake up every day and you say to yourself, I can't love anyone until I love myself. Well, it's biologically impossible to love someone else those in the same way that you would love yourself. As the famous Alan Watts philosopher said, it would be like kissing your own lips. It's impossible. It also implies a sequence of events that first I love me, then I love you. The bottom line is you're meant to love people. You're built to love people scientifically, biologically. It's what propels us through the world. We're going to love people. And the self, the self that we're all talking about, 
doesn't care how it feels about you. It doesn't care. Yourself doesn't care if you love yourself because you're going to love people anyway. So um, it also implies that you are too stupid to love, that you're not good at love. And that's just simply not true because we're meant to love. So I, I put the book together, not just with that specific theory or saying, but with several. And I break it down biologically, scientifically. Is this true? And why is this a bunch of BS? Um, so that's how I got started because I started seeing all of these different messages now on social media. So now people's place to get their mental health is Instagram, you know, with a lighthouse or with a bird, with some toxic positivity sentence with it. And we think that that's helpful. Um, and it isn't. So that is a long answer around the block, across the bridge uh, to get to uh, your answer. No, no, it's a good, it's a good answer. I mean, you know, as I was reading, I was, and I, I got caught, I got caught up in the notion of, oh, you can't, you know, you don't have to love yourself to love others. It, and then it seemed, it seemed like what, what that love is, is there. We have love inside of us for us and we have love for others and everything's about love. And a lot of things in society, in our culture are kind of burying the love there, burying the divinity, kind of masking ourselves. And it's really what I think you may be getting at, and correct me if I'm wrong, is that we, we are, you are unmasking the truth, really, and that we have been kind of clouded by a lot of media messages and you're not good enough type of messages and rules that don't really apply. Because if you break it all down, if we're made of love, then of course we know how to love ourselves because we're made of love. And then therefore we have the ability to love others and it's not one or the other. Does exactly. that make sense? Yes, exactly. And so, you know, this also, we could apply this to even our modern day dating and relating. Um, you know, people believe that until they find their uh, perfect self, until they love themselves, until they find this elusive person that's going to show up one day um, and take over, then they're going to begin their lives. Then they're going to uh, enter into a relationship uh, with vulnerability. But the bottom line is, Robert, is that we're perfect now. That perfect person is here now in all of its imperfections. So you said it best than I probably did in 300 pages. So thank you. <laughs> no, no, no. no I, that's what I got out of it. I think your book actually has a spiritual underpinning to it. You, you, get, you go right in the reader's face, and I love that. And it's like a no BS message. But it's really about love. It's really about self-respect. It's about gratitude. It's about recognizing your self-worth. Because um, so much of the media messaging that we get out there is you're not good enough. I come from the world of advertising. We sell people items most of the time they don't need, or they need one, they don't need seven of something. And we keep convincing them that if you have this, then, then you're gonna be better, then it's gonna be okay. But it just keeps going and going and going. And the reality is we are perfect in our imperfections. Is that correct? Yes. And this idea that um, you're not enough, that also spills on to our view of not only ourselves, but our view of other people. So today, in our modern day dating and relating, people view their relationships as an Amazon Prime purchase. Right. They don't really fully invest. They're not enough, and neither is the other person. So, 
you know, everyone's out, maybe looking for a bigger, better, whatever, instead of looking at the person in front of them and investing the kind of time that it might take to get to know that person. Let's pivot into relationships a little bit, and we'll get back to the book, but this seems to be part of the challenges of dating right now. I I wrote a book called The Guy's Guy's Guide to Love, and I was inspired to write a book about men for women, and it was about how there's a great communication chasm between the sexes. And I think since I wrote the book, it's even wider. What do you think's going on out there between uh, when relationships and dating, that's a, a problem and how can we solve it? Well, first of all, we're under this uh, preconceived notion that the person who cares less wins. I'm here to tell you that the person who cares less gets less. When would you apply this theory at any other point in your life? Would you apply this theory to your family? Care less, you'll get more. Would you apply this theory to your work? Care less, you'll get a promotion. Why are we applying this idea that if we care less, we'll get more in our relationships? It doesn't work that way. So the dating games end when you stop playing them. And so I think that lean into your vulnerabilities, lean into that with confidence. So much of us, both men and women, believe that if we discuss our vulnerabilities, if we talk about our vulnerabilities, that we are in fact weak. It's the opposite. It takes enormous amount of confidence and courage to talk about your vulnerabilities. And so you can lean into love, lean into the relationship with vulnerability and confidence. And if that other person doesn't accept that, you've weeded out that person quite quickly. You didn't waste a bunch of time. You do, you didn't think waste it, that. do you think it's fear that uh, people only want to give, like, I don't want to be the one who gives the most or shows my hand, shows my cards because I could then get hurt and it becomes this back and forth game that, you know, you, you're playing with emotions with each other. Who's going to reveal another card? And it, it seems like, uh, you know, I know dating should be a fun sport, but when you get into that type of psychological game playing, you know, to me, when a man and woman or whoever meet and get together, that's a unique universe that's created and that should be cherished for what it is. And maybe it's going to last a long time and maybe it's not, but at least let's be truthful. Let's live our truth. Be who you are. Let the other person be who, are, who they are. If they have pain, they want to talk about stuff, fine. But at least let's get it out there instead of playing this kind of hiding behind my five cards that I have. What are well, your thoughts? It's If we were to circle back around, it's yes, fear, but it's also I'm not enough. When you mm-hmm. believe you're enough, you step into that relationship light believing that you're enough. And if that other person isn't digging your vibe, they're not into you, you still know you're enough, right? Your sense of worth, your sense of worthiness isn't predicated upon um, whether that person reciprocates love, whether they reciprocate attention. You know, reciprocation and acceptance is a part of love, but it's not all of it. So this idea that in order to love someone, they have to accept you and reciprocate back, it it just doesn't really make sense because you can have, and by the way, you can still love someone, even if the relationship doesn't work out. 
You're allowed that your absolutely. Love, your love is yours. No one takes that away from you ever. You own your love. It's nice to have it reciprocated, right? But part of love, if we were to go back to the spiritual thought process that you brought up, you are love. You're made of love. No one can take that from you. Yeah, I've interviewed a lot of relationship experts and a lot of the female relationships experts to a person have said to me, women want men to be men in the best sense of the word. In other words, make a plan, be self-confident, not narcissistic, don't be arrogant, but be comfortable in your own skin. And it seems to be a challenge now because this is a time, Dr. V, in my opinion, where it's never been a better time to be a man because this is a time where men can be whoever they want to be. Yet it's also a time where it's never been less clear who men are. While women are on the straight path of uh, achievement and long overdue recognition, guys are in this crossroads where the younger guys are kind of caught between MMA and manscaping and older guys are defined by self-definition of their value is their job and their money. What can be, is this, am I on the right track and what can be done about this? You're absolutely on the right track. And the key here is communication. So, um, you know, we, I, I really have a lot of empathy for uh, the men today because they're confused. Yes. I, I, okay. Am I supposed to get the door? Am I not right. supposed to get the door? Do I pay for dinner? Do I not pay for dinner? Is that an insult? What, you know, and at the same time, we've never been more communicative about, oh, I was going to go dirty for a minute. Let me, <laughs> we've been more communicative about junk that doesn't matter and less communicative about things that actually do. So I encourage men to ask questions to the women in their lives. Um, you know, what is it that you prefer? Do you prefer I be the producer? I do the date? I'd tell us where, tell us where to go. Do you prefer that? Do you prefer um, perhaps I get the door? Is that an insult to you? I want to make sure that you feel comfortable. And I, I guess I, we don't train men and I don't like the word train, but we don't uh, facilitate an environment where men can have that kind of open discussion because we want our men to just know He's exactly. supposed to just know. Right. He doesn't know. He's not a mind reader. If we were to be more open as well, if women, ladies, were to be more open as well about what their needs are, what they want, how things would change. And I think that um, to some men that might come off very demanding. So I think that women need to learn a language as well. Um, you know, we hear a lot today about uh, toxic masculinity. And I hate that term. You know why? Because masculinity, true masculinity is never toxic. It's protective. Mm -hmm. It's loving. It's inviting. It's encouraging. It's hopeful. Um, and that is, that is what is masculine. So there isn't this idea of like, I don't, I don't like that. There, there is no toxic masculinity. You're either, an, you're either an a-hole or you're not. Mm -hmm. Right. So, um, so, it, so it seems, yeah, I, I think, you know, Robert, there needs to be, um, and you know, and you and I are like leading the charge on this. How can men and women communicate more effectively and more importantly, 
how can we as a society nurture our young men to feel more vulnerable, confidently more vulnerable in their emotions and what they're feeling? Because this system doesn't work for them either, right? This mm-hmm. This, 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 this inequality, if we're going to talk about it that way, doesn't work for women and it doesn't work for men. Um, you know, something that's been on my mind lately, and I don't, I don't know if we can talk about it here, um, is the pleasure gap in the bedroom and how okay. communication breaks down. Um, and this, you know, sex is a language, Robert. So we're truly able to see the miscommunication that's not only happening in society, but you like on the macro level, but you take it down to the micro level and you really get a sense of what is happening through our bodies. Mm-hmm. So can I give you an example or is it something? Well, that- well okay. you know, you know, you know the parameters, but I don't want to, I don't want to put constraints on things. Let's talk. So um, for example, only 4% of women, only 4%. of women are orgasming through intercourse. Only 4%. Women have learned that if if he's being pleased, so am I. His pleasure is my pleasure. And while intercourse is pleasurable, there's an orgasm gap. Mm -hmm. And that orgasm gap revolves around communication. So there's this belief that intercourse is the main event, the main event, and that foreplay is really where her orgasms belong. That's really where, could you imagine that in reverse, Robert? <laughs> that, no. that, you're, like that, right? That your, your, my orgasm is intercourse and your orgasm is post-play. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine that in reverse? Exactly, we, totally unfair. So it's, it's, but it, but it says more than it being unfair. Okay. It really does is that it gets back to this macro idea of what you and I are discussing, communication, and how over centuries men have learned to communicate as well as women, and over centuries how we see our own bodies. So. Um, you know, I'll even give you a very simple example. What we call a female's uh, a vagina isn't her vagina, it's her vulva. We're even giving an inappropriate language to body parts. Mm-hmm. So not only is this uh, a, a male problem, but it's also a female issue that men can help with because most men, they are di- uh, dying to please. They are That's dying true. to please their partner. That's what they want to do. Um, so I think that if we could open up the communication, perhaps we start at the micro level. We start at smaller things, which actually are much larger things, like the sexual communication in the bedroom. Then that opens up to a macro level. Because the macro level isn't working, right? So, like, what if we were to start small and then shift outward? Let me ask you this. My special guest, by the way, on Guys Guys Radio is the amazing Dr. V. Having such a great time with this conversation. Technology. Do you think that technology is a 
is a curse or a gift? And I'll give you an example. It's med, made things a lot easier for men. They can sit at home in their tidy whities and they can swipe left, swipe right, email, whatever, text, match.com, Bumble, whatever. And uh, it's pretty easy. They can meet hot women and sit at home in their tidy whities. Whereas in the past, you had to go up and say, hi, my name's Lou, can I buy you a drink? And I'm not saying that's the way it should be, but it seemed like having to put yourself on the line and use those social skills and that game what was important. And nowadays it may be too easy for guys. And that's why, Hey, let's hang out. And they don't come up with a plan and they don't, they're, they're a little bit lazy. Some of the younger guys, am I off course here or I'm on course? Well, um, I have, not that you don't have compassion or empathy, but I have more, I feel like I have more empathy for, for the guys in this situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just want to point out that, um, you know, what's been great about technology is that we've been able to gather a lot of data, mm-hmm. we've been able to do more research. And so this idea that uh, people are hooking up, like you're saying, much more, what I'm hearing you say is that they're doing it much more than they were in the past. Is well, it- I'm saying it's easier to connect. It's easier for guys to meet women through the computer and through technology and through apps and, you know, whatever, swipe left, swipe right versus in the past where you had to organically actually go up to somebody because now you have this exchange of energy that's different. You know, it's a, it's a text or a swipe and then there's maybe an email. And then when you hear somebody on the phone, it's a different exchange of energy. And then when you meet somebody face to face, it's yet another exchange of energy. Now I think, you know, it's kind of a, a good thing. I'm in favor of technology, but to be used constructively to raise the game, not to lower the standard. Yes. Um, All of that is true. It's all true. And at the same time, I think there is this um, preconceived notion that men and women are hooking up more today Mm -hmm. than they were in the 70s. And that isn't true. That you you are correct. Not so. true. So the same amount of first time hookups. This idea that you can swipe left or right, and you can sit home in your tidy whities and do nothing and get a hookup. They were doing that in the seventies as well. And by the way, that man and that they're going to have to meet face to face at some point. Exactly. They're going to have to. They're going to step into the light. It's they're going to put their pants on at some point and go out. So you're absolutely right that um, the pool is much larger, but that makes it even more difficult to find someone just because you have sometimes more choices um, leads us empty, right? It's not always like, oh, I have so many choices, so I'll be able to find someone. Sometimes widening your net makes it even much harder. That's true. Uh, on the flip side of that, sometimes when you have that list and it's too long, it's sometimes the longer you've been dating or not dating, the longer the list gets. And I think at a certain point, people have to narrow it down to the must-haves and they need to be kind of value-driven instead of just physical attributes, looks or something like that. What are your thoughts on that? It's going to be last question for now because oh, I want to have you back. Last question? This can't you want to be- keep rolling? Oh you want to keep rolling? God. Do you have time? Well, yeah. I mean, Let's keep going then. Let's keep going. That um, yes, at first it's about the, the the physicality because you're looking at a photo, 
right? Mm -hmm. So that's the part that is different than the 1970s or when you and I were growing up. We actually were exchanging chemicals, uh, serotonin, dopamine. We were helping each other feel something very quickly. So you either got each other or you moved on in the bar or wherever you were. (laughs) Whether, I mean, you're in Manhattan, Mm -hmm. Washington Square Park, you'd be meeting a woman and you either... It, it either it either was on or it wasn't. Yeah, you click or you don't. So you got uh, information quicker. And so I think for our male audience, when you're sitting home in your tidy whities and you're going and you're scrolling, it's you're not getting enough information. You need more information. So take action on the women that appeal to you because then you're 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 being more proactive in seeking a lifelong mate. Mm-hmm. If you're sitting there just scrolling and then you're going to waste, this always happens, Robert. They end up wasting two, three weeks texting with this person. Two, three weeks. No, get on a FaceTime. Get on a FaceTime call. Get on a Zoom as quickly as possible. You know, show eagerness, show a level of you know confidence. And if that person reciprocates, they reciprocates. And if they don't, you move on. It's yeah. simple. So I agree. Today, today, the technology, the pool is wide. And that means you have to be more proactive. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I agree with you completely. And, and since everything's so disposable now, it's easy to ghost and walk away. I, I kind of have, uh, and you can see, I, I'm kind of tough on guys. Being a guy, I have my own standards. And I, I want guys to raise their game in a good way to be for, for, the, for the ladies. And one of the things I, I think I... That. Like the modern day Earl Nightingale. Well, I, I don't that. know who he is, but he sounds like a cool. You guy, don't but... know? Oh, <laughs> oh Robert Downey got Earl Nightingale. Okay, yeah, well, <laughs> but the, but the problem I think comes from men don't pay attention. For instance, you go online and you you're looking at all the pretty ladies in the pictures, and they're not taking the time to read the profile and ask an open ended question, and it it. it, it, it they don't realize that it's going to be a communication. It's got to be an exchange and the women pay attention and guys don't pay attention enough. Those two words. If I ever get asked by guys, what, what do I need to do to really connect with women? I say, pay attention. And the reason why a woman told me that, and <laughs> it was the best advice I ever got about, about women. What, what are your thoughts on men and their need or not to pay more attention to women the way women pay attention to men? Well, I think what what I'm seeing is decision fatigue. So when you're on your technology, when you're on your devices, all day, we're making these decisions. And at night, when you're in bed and you're scrolling through photos or you're trying to connect with someone, you have decision fatigue. So um, you're not going to pay attention. So perhaps... I always suggest that you put time aside per week of when you are going to do this task. Just like you'd put a time aside, put time aside to go to the bar with your friends. When I love you it. To I meet love people it. like that. Put time aside that this is something that you value and that you need to be in the right frame of mind to make a decision. So it's not that men aren't paying attention. It's decision fatigue. Too many decisions or not enough decisions? decisions Well, decision fatigue is you're making decisions all day long. So you're on your device, you're on your Instagram, your Mm -hmm. social media, 
well, no young person's on Facebook, but let's say you are, um, <laughs> you're on your TikTok, and just scrolling through, just scrolling through that, you're making choices. Stay off your devices. Give yourself a moment during your day that that's what you do, and then you're done. Give yourself a moment during the week that were two or two times during the week that you go on your dating apps and that you're consciously making decisions, that it isn't a passive act, but it's something that is at the forefront of your mind. So I believe that most men are not lazy. They're, and they are paying attention. Um, they're just not in the frame of mind or they don't know how to use their device to the best of their ability. Sex on the first date, does it matter? Okay, so I have been <laughs> married for 25 years. I had sex on the first date and we are still having sex to this day. Amazing sex. And I say that much funnier with curse words. So I'm really annoyed that my joke isn't landing. Um, but I absolutely believe that we need to free women and men can help. Men can help. We need to free women from this idea that he's a stud and she's a whore. We need to free women from this idea. And when we talk about first time hookups, right? He will orgasm almost 70% of the time. She only orgasms seven, seven. Mm -hmm. And there's two things at play. One is the idea that it's shameful. She shouldn't be doing this. She's gonna wake up tomorrow and feel bad and she shouldn't, but she's feeling that. The second issue is that he and her are focused on his pleasure. So it's about mutual pleasure, right? Like the pleasure needs to be equitable. So not only do we need to free women from this idea that they don't have autonomy over their own body, but we have to free them of this idea that you are allowed to take pleasure from that first time hookup too, just like he's doing. Uh, uh, so, uh, and it's all about um, becoming clitorate, being literate in the clitoris. Mm -hmm. And I know we're allowed to say that. Because I was on Rachel Ray show, and I and I know we're allowed to say that. <laughs> so um, I I I agree with all of your points, and you don't need me to agree with them. Um, I just see it from a slightly different perspective um, because I am a woman, you know, and I and I love the fact um, that you are. You have to look up Earl Nightingale. That you're the modern day Earl Nightingale. You're really trying to 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 guide men in a direction that makes sense for them because you're right. There is no one. There is, there, there's no one. And we have you now. And I love that you bring people on to give different thoughts, to give different ideas, um, to have a conversation. Um, the conversations that maybe we're too scared to have. We're scared to talk about um, how can we use our devices in a way that works for us. We just want to call them all bad. It's just, it just doesn't work, you know, you know, or how can we have real communication about what women want, about what men want, not only out in the world, 
but in the bedroom. We're, we're too scared to have this conversation. So I just want to say thank you uh, for building a platform that does that. Let me, let me ask you another question, uh, Dr. V. And uh, my very special guest, the author of Bad Advice, How to Survive and Thrive in the Age of BS, Dr. Venus Nicolino. I'm loving this conversation. Here's what I hear from other women ex- experts, uh, relationship experts who are ladies. They say that a lot of times their their challenge working with women is that a lot of the women have the uh, ass kicking face on during work hours because they have to. And it's difficult then sometimes to dial it down when they get into a dating situation. And then you have guys who will say, OK, maybe I have a plan. Uh, she, she mentioned Japanese food. I, I, I found a place. I asked her out for that. But she said, oh, no, I've been there. I want to go someplace else. And then you have this power thing where the guy's thinks, should I let her, should we go there? Or am I just giving away my power already? Am I, am I overthinking all of this? Is this a dynamic that happens where, you know, ladies are in charge so much that the guy will just say whatever she wants. I'm not arguing. If she wants to go to that place, that's fine. And is it about, I'm comfortable with who I am. So it doesn't matter. Or should they say, no, listen, I, I set this up. Here's where I want to go. It's about none of that stuff okay. already you're beginning in that kind of relationship with emotional bids. Mm -hmm. It's an emotional bid. No, I don't want to go there. Um, So now you're in a fantastic position, guys, to learn how to communicate because you're going to have to learn how to love this person. There's always a learning curve and it's begun. How exciting for you that it's beginning now. So this is uh, an opportunity, not something to be afraid of. So it's an opportunity to have this emotional bid discussion, which might be, all right, I, 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 this is we're, we're already negotiating. This is fun. Okay, well, what do you like to eat? Because I want to know what you enjoy. And then I'm going to go make plans. How easy is that? What is it that you want? Just like you said, ask questions. What what kinds of food do you love? Because I'm gonna get, I'm, I'm gonna get this one right, Sarah. I'm gonna get this one right. You know, like how does so if the guy sets he listens to her and he sets something up and she says, oh, "I've been there. There's this other place though." There's a dynamic there going on. I'm not trying to complicate things, but how should the woman behave? How should the man behave? The man the man would say. Great. I love I'm it. So I love, exactly. You made this, you made this easier. I'm going to make a reservation there. Now you know she's particular. I'm going to make a reservation there for Wednesday at 7 p.m. How does that sound for you? I, love I got it. the first one wrong. I want to get this one right. So it's it's very confident. Yeah. And it's fun. And I want to tell all, and I tell all of women this, and I tell all of men this, stop texting. Stop. Texting should be, I'm here. I'm waiting. I'm at the door. I love it. Just very simple communication. Pick up the phone. Women love that. They love that. And if you get a sense they don't, stop calling. And then you can say, I got a sense that you don't like to talk on the phone. <laughs> but but pick up the phone. Hi, how are you? I want to make a dinner reservation. What kind of food do you like? So you avoid 
that 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 previous conversation that you were talking about, you avoid that because you've got that first person, you know. How about ending <laughs> things? There's so much ghosting going on because I don't think it's being done personally to personally hurt somebody. It's just a convenience because there's so many fish in the sea and it's so easy. Just move on. And now it's almost at the point where people don't even take it personally. They say whatever. But still, a lot of people do have feelings and uh, you don't want to get into a thing where you have to explain, here's why I'm not attracted to you. How, how should people uh, handle kind of like when it's not working and it's a, a short term thing, they just kind of met and it's like, ah, there's no sparkles there. Do they need to kind of put a closure to it or can they just disappear? Or is there something they can say to respect the other person? I found that having when I dated online that I actually made some friends. We didn't connect necessarily in a sexual way, but really cool women in New York, really smart, successful, fun to be around. And I became friends with them. And ultimately they would say, hey, I have a girlfriend and you, you would love her. And it was a good thing. And these are just good people. I'm like, hey, I met somebody new who's a really cool person. And so I made it a, a even if I would show up on a, a coffee date and I was like, this ain't working. I would just sit through the coffee and then try to be nice and kind of, you know, gently back out because you want to treat people humanely. And I think we've gotten to the point in society where it's very easy to just ghost or dismiss or swipe them away. And that's it. And I know it's not done to hurt somebody, but it seems like that could happen. What are you, what's your take on that? Sorry for the long lead up. No, I, I love it. You do a good goodbye, not for them, for you. Mm-hmm. Your, so keep your side of the street clean. It doesn't matter what that other person is feeling. Because a lot of times men and women will ghost because they don't want to hurt the other person's feelings. and. How narcissistic of you to think that you're the only person in the sea that you would absolutely, they'd be devastated by your goodbye. Get over that. Your goodbye, everyone deserves a good goodbye. And your good goodbye should be for you. It should be integrity and courage for yourself. So this ghosting is for cowards. You're a coward. If you can't simply say, and by the way, don't text it, call, call the person. You spent probably three hours with them. Maybe you had sex with them. Maybe you, or, or maybe you didn't. Maybe you know right off the bat that this isn't going to be a thing. So you don't want to feel like they should be expecting your text. You can call them and say, listen, I really uh, think that you're a great girl. I know that you're not for me, but hey, I got friends. So I'm going to keep you in mind. Mm-hmm. Um, that's cool. And go, I like and, that. And go from there. You keep it light. If it's a longer term relationship, that person deserves a good goodbye. Sure. If you were even, and what, what, by the way, what I mean by longer term in LA, if you were talking to someone <laughs> yeah. for let's say 30 days, they deserve a good goodbye. If you were messaging them regularly, you were, ta- and then all of a sudden you disappear have some integrity for yourself, like keep your side of the street clean. Um, And what that means is, is that everyone deserves a good goodbye. Don't worry about her feelings. Don't worry about that right now. Make sure that you keep it ethical. You keep it a, a level of integrity for yourself, for you, that you're not somebody who abandons people, 
that you're not somebody who just doesn't respond, that you're, that's not who you are, unless it's who you want to be. If you're, if you're going to be that person in that moment, that means in that moment, you could be that person at any moment. Mm -hmm. My very special guest, Dr. V, her book, again, Bad Advice, How to Survive and Thrive in an Age of, uh, I'll say BS, but you know what I'm talking about there. One of the things I love about the book that I mentioned earlier is that at the the second part of the book, there's a lot of uh, self-love in that. There's a lot about love and peeling away the layers so you can find the love that is there in everybody. And you have a couple of expressions that I'd like to read, if you don't mind, that I think are very inspirational. What you aspire to be is already in you. You are a human being going through the process of being human. Live so that on your last day, you feel good about what you've done. I think this is wonderful advice. Uh, Tell us kind of how people can, this is part of loving yourself or finding the love that's already there, peeling away the layers and uncovering the love that's there. Can you help out? Tell me a little bit more about that for our listeners. Well, what you aspire to be is already within you. So. For our gentlemen listening today, everything you want wants you to. So, a lot of times we feel that we're not starting a project um, because we're not good enough. We don't have what it takes. You do. Everything you aspire to be, because you can visualize and feel that aspiration is already within you. You got this. Take that leap of faith. Go out there and get what you want. Act on your, I don't even like to say dreams. Either you do it or you don't. (laughs) Act on what you want or you don't. You got this. If you can visualize it, if you can see it, if if it's aspirational for you, it's already within you. Tell us a little bit. We're running out of time, but I want to hear about your podcast. Tell us, everybody, what the name of your podcast is, what it's all about, and how we can listen to it. Um, my podcast is called The Tea with Dr. V. Yes, it rhymes. Um, it's, <laughs> it's for pop culture. Uh, so if you're into uh, watching, we have, if you're into watching Netflix and you're into pop culture, we have a, a celebrity guests on where we, um, talk about things and you get to see people in a light that you've never seen them in before. So it's a place where humans are humanized. And um, I love having these conversations. They're fun. They're enjoyable. uh, They're insightful. We learn a lot. Uh, So not only is it fun to listen to, but it's also info entertainment. That is something that you're going to get a lot of information from. Okay, where else can people find out more about you, Dr. V, and get your book and website, all that kind of stuff? I'm I'm on Insta. I'm this is always a brand teaser for me, Robert. So I'm sorry. <laughs> on Instagram, I'm a doctor underscore v underscore. You can find me at Twitter, uh, dr underscore v underscore tweet. Uh, you can simply Google me. And you can go to my website, www.talktodrv.com, and I'm there. Um, you can listen to me on uh, The Tea with Dr. V on where all podcasts stream. Um, so fortunately or unfortunately, I, I, I'm everywhere, guys. 
That's great. Well, listen, you're, you're, I think you're fantastic. I love that you're, you're an original. There's nobody like you. And I love that your message is really finding your own truth and finding the love that is already there and being what you already are. And don't let everybody else tell you what define you. I think it's a great message. I think you're doing terrific work. I hope you come back to the show. And I want to thank you so much for being on Guys Guys Radio, the amazing Dr. V. Thank you, Robert. There's never been a better time for men to be whoever they want to be. Yet it's never been less clear who men really are. Guys Guy Radio, starring author Robert Manny, is on KCAA every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Whether it's relationships, sex, wellness, or spirituality, join Robert as he interviews the experts about how men and women can be at their best. Guys Guy Radio, better men better world. It's Guy's Guy Radio. Okay, terrific interview with Dr. Venus Nicolino, a.k.a. Dr. V. We talked about her book, Bad Advice, How to Survive and Thrive in the Age of B.S., and we talked about relationships and men and women, and uh, I really got on with Dr. V. I really like her. I think she's got a lot of positive things to say, and I like the way that, you know, the opening of her book kind of grabs you by the lapels and says, hey, you know, all this stuff that you've been taught in terms of these, uh, you know, self-help things, uh, you got to look twice at them. You can't just accept them because you can, you can break them down. And she does a pretty good job in her book breaking some of these old tenets down, and uh, providing some new information. And when you get to the bottom line, I think what I really learned is she's very positive and the message is very positive. It's about gratitude and self-respect and treating other people well and having some, uh, you know, self-worth for yourself. And, uh, you know, one of the things, one of the key topics was, do you have to love yourself before you can love others? And according to Dr. V, not necessarily. Is it a good thing to love yourself? Of course it is. But you want to love yourself for who you are and be your own truth, not love yourself based on what others have defined you as. And I think that's the difference where Dr. V and I agree that, you know, ultimately beneath everything is the truth. And when you peel away the truth, we're made of love and love is what we want to share. And if we do that, people, we can get along. But it's going to take some time, and uh, I think we can get there, though. So keep a positive outlook. And, you know, love and uh, dating, dating's supposed to be a fun sport, so don't get frustrated. Uh, if you're out there and you're single and you're looking for a partner, it's tough. Uh, and nothing's going to happen until you finally meet somebody in person. So if you're going to do the Twitter, or you're going to do texting, or you're going to do Match.com, or you're going to do Bumble, or whatever. You got to quickly get in front of that person in real life, offline, if you really want to, you know, create that special little universe that occurs between two people, and also get that energy exchange that only comes when you're face-to-face. Because ultimately, if you're going to have a relationship, or even have a shot at having a successful relationship, you're going to have to go face-to-face. So the faster you can get there, the better. And then if things don't work out, just be kind. No no reason for ghosting or just making somebody feel bad, because you wouldn't want that to happen. And I know everybody does it, but that doesn't mean you have to do it. All right, so just be cool. 
Guys Guys Radio. We're here every Wednesday evening at 8 p.m. Pacific Time on KCAA Radio right here in sunny Southern California, 102.3, 106.5 FM, 1050 AM. The podcast and my YouTube post worldwide every Thursday. There's a replay of Guys Guys Radio on KCAA every Sunday at 6 p.m. Pacific Time. You can also catch me on my website, robertmanny, M-A-N-N-I.com. There's over 300 blog posts about life, love, the pursuit of happiness, relationships, wellness, jobs, love, family, friends. All that stuff's covered there. It's all free. I also offer three free chapters to my novel, the acclaimed The Guy's Guy's Guide to Love, which has been called The Male Sex in the City. It's about two dudes in advertising competing for love, sex, power, and money in New York City. It's got some savvy women and some flawed men, and it's got a story of redemption and friendship and a lot of other stuff that goes on there, and it's fast-paced, and it's fun, and it's a frothy read, and I think you'll really enjoy it. And, you know, check out the the three free chapters, and also uh, check out the reviews on Amazon. Also... You know how hard we work on the show to bring you the very best guests. We've done over 477 shows, I think, now. And we're heading towards our magical 500th show coming up. I can't wait. But one thing I would like to ask you, which I rarely do, and that is just if you could, if you like the show and you like the information we're bringing you, and I don't expect you to agree with every single thing every guest says, because I don't, but I'm learning. And it's really fun to get introduced to some really cool people. And I do my best to ask the questions that you'd want me to ask. And I ask the questions that I want to ask also. But I think we glean a lot of knowledge from these folks who are uh, experts in their specific areas. So collectively, over those 477 shows, I probably interviewed about 600 people because a lot of shows is more than one guest. So we've gotten a lot of information here on the show. And I would ask you to support me by subscribing to the YouTube just go on my YouTube. It's Robert Manny, M-A-N-N-I. We call it Guys Guys TV, but to find me, just use my name. Or uh, subscribe to you know Apple Podcast or or one of the 25 worldwide podcast platforms that we have. That would be very helpful if you could just subscribe. I'm not asking you for any money, but I am asking you for your support so I can do the best job for you. So Guys Guys Radio, we're back here next week. Thanks so much for listening. Thank you, my guests. Thank you, Chris, my wonderful producer, and thank you, my listeners. Love you. So I'll see you next week. Guys, Guys Radio, and as I always like to say, guys, guys, finish first. Mm -hmm.